0: Red. And this is the fix on Dash Radio. Get the sugar daddy out your ear and listen. I don't wanna walk in a brothel and see my
1: man humping on no
2: dog. Like <laughs> then I'm gonna feel inadequate.
3: Like my coochie just ain't enough. Don't like, you
1: know? no, let like nothing stop you in life. You know, like world.
2: What's goody? What's goody? What's really, really goody? This is Kodigo Red on the mic. Another week with the fix with my boy Kappa, but we're missing one of our soldiers. Yeah. The main piece, DJ J wealth, yeah, but man. you know, uh, he's handling some family matters right now, but, um, we're back at it like know. a crack addict. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been? You been good? What's uh, good? I've
0: been good, man. Just working on this album, um, and this other EP that I got going on going to hit 2020 pretty hard over the next four months and stuff. I'm going to be, you know, touring Europe again and then uh doing a lot of music videos and then fuck just letting it all go 2020 be like a year ahead i'm, I'm excited
2: i know i'm excited for you and then yeah. you said you're going on tour overseas too right yeah before we even started and that's gonna be crazy i'm
0: pumped yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna be in warsaw poland i'm gonna be in berlin um i'm gonna be in italy as well <laughs> um i might have something in, in belgrade serbia which is really random for me but uh i'm pretty fucking pumped you know what i'm saying so it should be tight but I'm gonna be back and forth. Like, I'll be there two weeks here, two weeks back to plug in with the fix. Two weeks there, two weeks back to plug in with the fix, you know? But I'm gonna be calling in every week, you know? So don't get it twisted. I just might be on a different time zone, you know?
2: No, definitely. I mean, you gotta stay tapped in with this wherever you go. Even when you're global, you know? Even if you're in the United States still and you're all the way in Florida, I would still love for us, you know, still get your take because you always have the good things to say. And speaking of today, we have a few good hot topics, you know? We have uh, Joe Budden. Yeah, So a little tea about that and uh, his rap career. And then we also have love and hip hop drama.
0: Yeah. And Uh, we have. Per usual. Per usual. Yeah. Love and hip hop drama never stops. Right.
2: Yeah. And we have Keith D, you know, coming out of the woodwork saying that he regrets killing Tupac. Damn. And um, yeah. And Young Dolph. Young Dolph has a few things that he's dealing with. On the law side And speaking of politics You know We can always talk about that I know People don't like to hear About politics Because it's something That's always reoccurring In the media But Donald Trump Is really um, You know Being destructive As always
0: Yeah per usual
2: Per usual Per usual But you know We're gonna have to Roll into these Interviews pretty soon Yeah yeah. You know We're gonna take A small Small break Really quick Play some music Yeah And uh, bring it in with our first guest, y'all,
0: you know I mean? Independent fuck fame, OG Little do they know I got Yeah. Little do they
2: know I got the pistols. Little do they know I got I don't even know what he said.
0: <laughs> he said something like that. I don't know. I think he was leaning hella hard on that motherfucker. Right. These bit.
2: artists nowadays, they be going in, and you know, we live in a time where I feel like. People feel like they absolutely have to express how much, how many drugs they're on when they're making yeah, a song. It's, it's, instead it's, of just making the song. I know. And letting people vibe out to whatever you're saying. And you know? But um
0: uh, I mean, look, look, we we live in that era now where it's part of the culture and unfortunately it needs to be stomped out to a certain degree, right? Definitely. We all gonna be drinking, we all gonna be smoking, but like, you know, we got little kids listening to us.
2: Right. But hopefully the de facto. Leader of the West Coast Hip Hop can let us know a little bit yeah. more about that. We have MC8 in the building. What's Goody, How are you?
1: Don't don't uh, offend nobody with saying that. You know the West oh, yeah. Coast. Yeah, I'm I'm just doing my part. You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> hey, as a as a
0: West Coast cat, man, from you know where I'm from, Ventura County, all the way up to the Bay, where I started my music career, man. I'm a very West Coast. I mean, I be yelling it everywhere, and I feel like sometimes people think I'm banging on them but really I'm just being proud you know what I'm saying cuz that's where I'm from and uh I really look up to you as a West Coast cat man so you know what I'm saying See
2: Own you're that leader shit. you're a leader I mean we, there's more than one leader out here We
1: we express our you know we express our love for the West Coast you know very you know very in depth you know yep. so some places might take that as offensive, but, you know, it's just us showing love for where we from, whether you're from Compton or Ventura up in the mm-hmm. Bay, whatever, San Diego, down, wherever, you know. We just love, you know, we just love to express the West Coast. That's all. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and, and, and for any of those who might have it twisted, you know, we're just expressing that he is one of the many leaders, you know, of West Coast hip-hop, you know, and um anyone who... You know, has any trash remarks about it. You know, they're probably just a hater.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of those out there. You know, <laughs> not- I, mean, it's, 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 I mean, you deal with what you deal with, you know. I mean, it comes with the territory. Anytime you put yourself in a position to where, you know, you, you have a voice, you know, as far as expression to the people, whatever, uh, where, I, where you come from or whatever, mm-hmm. so... You might have some people with indifference of opinions of of your expression, but hey, it's all good. They entitled to that, you know? Yeah, definitely. So,
0: you know, who do you think is holding the torch for the West right now, in your opinion? Because I know who I think it is, but
1: I want to hear who you think it is. Who is holding the torch for us? Who's that dude? Mm. I mean, it all depends on... on we have so many different genres yeah. of, of West Coast music. So yeah. I couldn't even give that to one person, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I need a top 50 I like with like <laughs> ah, fucking bullshit. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you know, Game always represents, Kendrick represents, yeah. you know, uh as far as you know up north, you know, Mozzie represents. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still banging Nipsey, you know, as far mm-hmm. back as you know, mailbox money and mm-hmm. shit like that. So, um, you know, Snoop just dropped, you know. I mean, we have yeah. significant cats, man, that yeah. represents from their own section. So, I just try to say that we don't have, we don't like to put that title as far as leaders or, mm-hmm. or, or you know, people in charge or whatever. Mm-hmm. We all have come to a point to where we just want to uplift the West Coast. So I think we got a lot of cats that do their part. You know, once again, uh, 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 J-Rock, Schoolboy Q, you know. Mm -hmm. I listen to all these cats, too. You got young cats coming up, you know, too. You know, uh, Compton, you know, Compton T.G. and, Mm -hmm. and, and A.V. and... You know, OT Genesis and a lot of cats, man. We we so diverse with our music right now, man. So it's just a good thing that we're we're still able to stand on that plateau, you know, and receive that gold chain or that gold Mm -hmm. emblem, you know, for putting out significant West Coast music, you know.
2: Yeah, you were on Mad City with Kendrick in like 2012. And uh, what can you say about growing up back in the... Well, I'm not going to say back in the day. <laughs> I'm not sure I make you sound, you know, old or anything, why but...
0: I'm seasoned. He's, he's <laughs> seasoned. He clowned on us nice older cats, huh, Codigo, Again, huh? I'm sorry. Sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's cool. But, it's you know, cool. um,
2: coming from the time when you were brought up in the music game and working with people back then versus working with Kendrick now, what can you say um, are some of the different things that you have noticed when it comes to prepping and their, or rather just like how they deliver the music and their expression?
1: I mean, uh, I, I've done a lot of features with cats or whatever work with different cats. So, I mean, everybody has different work ethic, you know. Mm-hmm. I've seen cats come to the studio and like myself, I'm, I have a work ethic to where I like to do five, six songs in a night. I don't yeah. like to waste studio time with, you know, trying to write on the spot and trying to create or whatever. I'm the type of cat that get the music and I'm at home writing and putting down my song. so when I get in the studio, I'm able to do multiple things at once. And I appreciate people like you, for real. You know, you have cats like Kendrick, you know, when I came in the studio, they have a direction of of how they want their song to go. And to me, that's just a person who is real real particular about his craft, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, One of my producers DJ Slip You know He was very articulate And stuff Like you got producers Like that You know DJ Premier Dr. Dre Mm -hmm. uh, DJ Slip You know Guys who are just You know Turn that cowbell up You know Turn that guitar string down You know uh, I can hear a little In that part Or you know I want to hear the kick A little fatter You know yeah. It's just dudes That are like that And to me Kendrick was like that When it came to working With him mm. You know You just didn't walk In the studio And played the beat And it was like Alright go for what you know It was like I got a direction I want you to do like this Or I want you yeah. to say this Or this is direction I'm going And this is my verse and so you, you weren't caught off guard And you were able to see You know like, I always tell cats when I get ready to do uh, verses with them, you know, what's the subject matter? What's the content? You know, don't just send me a beat and just go, okay, do whatever. Because how are we going to match up the same type of vocabulary? How are we going to be on the same subject yep. matter if you don't tell me the direction of your song? You know, so some cats are like that and some are not.
0: And, and so, like, you know, I know a lot of the times when I'm in the studio, right, like, I like to get the hook down first, right? So that I can get, I go in there with the hook, go in there with a certain direction, right? And then from that point on, like, most of the people that, whoever's on the song, whether it's me taking it to the neck or it's, you know, somebody else is doing it with me, at least they have that subject matter. Do you go in there with the hook, you know, ready to go first, or are you like a, a, I'm going to
1: spit my verses first? Like, how do you normally do it? I'm the type of cat that I like to deal with subjects when I do Mm -hmm. songs with verses or whatever, whether it may just be a a uh, uh, clown around song, party song, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. I still like to deal with subject matters when I put down something. So my my direction is to go in, feel the beat. I might play the beat three or four times. Mm-hmm. And then it's critical for me to start that first line. Yep. You get me? Yep. So my thing is I can build a whole song off that first line. So I just try to see, you know, the state of what's going on as far as hip hop or a situation that we might have been in or some kind of, uh, uh, you know, any kind of scenario. And I try to take that into the form of my music and try to put it down in a verse to where Mm -hmm. I can explain to some people, even if it's that type of party feel or wherever you might be coming from in your direction. I just like to focus on the content Mm -hmm. when I'm getting ready to do a song. Yeah.
2: So, so has that always been Your mentality When it came to writing music Like the message That you wanted to be Delivered to people Do you have that same Motive uh, That I mean, you had You
1: like to write prior? I mean I've always put down Songs to where I feel You have to t- Kind of You know uh, Educate Or kind of You know Inform people Of situations That you know You might dealt with Or your Family member Or homie Or, or homegirl mm-hmm. Or whatever I always try to write a few songs that deal in that subject because this is a big planet, you know what I'm saying? And this is a big world, you know, neighborhoods and motherfuckers is banging and doing whatever and trying to survive. And even though you see a lot of shit right now, you look at videos and you look at artists and, you know, motherfuckers got million-dollar chains and everybody got Phantoms and Ghosts and Maybacks and, you know, boats and yachts. But, (laughs) you know... It's a lot of motherfuckers still struggling, yeah. you know, and we don't portray that. Some artists do, but a lot of artists show the glamour side of the success, which is nothing wrong with that. But then we can't forget about those who still stuck in the struggle. You know, we yeah. still got niggas going to jail every day, you know, over bullshit laws and crimes and, and petty shit, and, you know. So I try to deal with that type of shit when I write.
0: And and I want, I want to touch on that, too, because— I was watching an interview you did with Vlad like three years ago, mm-hmm. four years ago. I don't I don't remember how long ago it was, but there was a part where you said, you know, you felt like Tupac went backwards because he was he was gangbanging at a later time in his life, right? And I and I saw that interview, and I feel like I see that way too much with artists nowadays, right? Do you think that? I mean, I guess what would you say to some of these artists, man? And like, and like, do you try to 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 be that 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 guy from our generation, like a real one, who tells them like, yo, like, you know, the culture's not, you don't have to be gangster to be a rapper, right? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like there's a lot of rappers that get on nowadays, and they feel like they got to be gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would you say to those cats? Like, what kind of advice would you give them?
1: I mean, really, I mean. Uh... In my aspect, from when I came from, you know, record labels were terrified of cats like us, you mm-hmm. know. Record labels were terrified of gang it. I mean, it was serious shit, you know. Mm-hmm. If you were around to see colors and Boys in the Hood and Menace, and, you know, you come from where I come from, or Snoop, or, you know, Game, or whatever, just South Central L.A., Compton, the West Coast, period. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we advocated the gang culture real big, you know. So... Labels were scared of us, you know. We couldn't, if you go back 20 years from records, you know, you didn't hear people saying I'm a blood or I'm a crip on records. Mm -hmm. You didn't see people taking album covers with bandanas and colors and all this and video because labels were scared. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I guess the freedom of expression and, and commercializing and being able to capitalize off of the structure... And, you know, a lot of dudes, you know, and a lot of real gang-banging niggas, you know, feeling that, you know, getting a bad rap from coming from that era, wanting to change society's mind and show that we are not just savages and and brutes and run around with Mm AK-47s and killing tourists as soon as they hop off of tour buses or planes or whatever. So it kind of toned down a little bit, which made the, next generation come up and you know, they felt like it was okay to be glorified. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's okay for me to to do whatever. And then let's 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 keep it honest. We didn't have YouTubes and Instagrams and shit like that back in the days. So now when you can fucking tell your homeboy to take his phone and go in your backyard and get with every banger in your neighborhood and throw up rags and, you know, signs and whatever. And you can stick it on YouTube and it's so accessible now. It's just like, hey, why not? So I don't know what the direction was or is mm -hmm. for certain cats who might have started their careers in a different way and then decided like, okay, I'm comfortable enough now to where I can go, hey, I'm a crip, Mm -hmm. I'm a blood. Mm -hmm. Look at my bandanas, look at my rags, this is what I represent, I'm from over here, you know. Mm -hmm. Maybe they felt empowered by the money and the protection of security or just feeling like, hey, it's open season and I can access that now. So my advice that is like, Grown men are grown men. You know what I'm saying? You have to be able to make that right decision. And what you feel like, especially if you got kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a 15-year-old son, so I don't want him to see that it's okay to be, you know, wearing red or blue bandanas and claiming a set and whatever, whatever, because your opportunities are limited, you know, with that. If you're that real dude, you Mm -hmm. get me? Now, if you're going to commercialize it and some shit like that, then that's a different story. But... To me, you know, real, real the shit. We got niggas still in prison for this shit. Niggas Mm -hmm. still in the graveyards for this shit. So I just say it's a slippery slope. Yeah.
2: Definitely. And, you know, um, I know you did a little hopping around between different uh, independent labels back in, you know, when you were coming up. Tell me more about that. And how is that, you know, jumping from different labels and... What do you really look for when you're going to a label, or and even for a cat coming up right now and and probably needs advice on like knowing the right label to go to? How will you go about that?
1: I mean, back in my days, labels uh, labels found talent. You know, they discovered Mm -hmm. talent. You know, nowadays it's who got the most followers on Instagram and your social media account, and if you're blowing up on YouTube or whatever. So, my advice to independent artists if you want to stay in control of your music and being able to express like you see a lot of cats do now. Mm-hmm. A lot of cats start their own label. I mean shit, it's fifty million independent digital distribution companies. So shit, my, that's what I did. My thing is Same to thing. my thing is to say to stay true to yourself mm-hmm. as an artist. I mean, you know, the glitz and the glamour of the paycheck and the big label is good, you know, with the investments or whatever, but you got to look at the shit like it's an investment. Mm -hmm. And they invest two million into you. They going to want 10 million out of you. Mm -hmm. You get me? That's the way the the record company goes. So try to be independent. Try to invest in yourself. But put out quality music, you Mm -hmm. know. That's one thing. Put out quality music that people can accept and, you know, people can feel good to play in their cars or at the club or whatever. Let's, you know, stray away from the nonsense shit and rap. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I took a gang of motherfucking pills and I took a fucking full cup of lean and let's party and, I had your girl and his girl and that girl around the corner, and mm-hmm. look at all the money I got. You know, you know, it's it's you know party whatever you do, but you know at some point you gonna have to reach a side of like I tell people, you know, you got one bullet in your gun and you bust it. Now what you gonna do? Yeah, you get me. So you gotta have enough ammunition to keep the people pleased with stuff with material. So. It's always good to try to have good product. That's Mm -hmm. my main thing about whatever you do as an artist, independent, whatever, major. You just got to have fucking good music.
2: Definitely, definitely. And I want to go back to when he uh, mentioned you speaking on Tupac and the Vlad TV and uh, Mm -hmm. you thinking that, you know, um, him banging as well. And I mentioned in the Hot Topics, we haven't discussed, discussed them yet, but Keith D., was saying how um, he was like, yeah, I think that he was special, but um, he said that he was an asshole because that because of the fact that Tupac shot these two cops who were beating a young black male, mm-hmm. and that he mentioned the whole set tripping because he, I guess he had like different uh, cities tatted on him and whatnot. Um, would you say that he was set tripping, or do you think a lot of people just had that whole thing confused?
1: No, I just think that uh, with that type of situation, you know, people just they be trying to find an identity and basically trying to fit in with the environment or the the situation they're in at the moment. You know, I mean, I mean, look at look at now. I mean, you know, a lot of people would 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 want to say that you know Pac came to L.A. and he started banging or whatever, but look at now. Mm -hmm. Look how many cats we got now that, you know, turn around. One minute is this way, and then the Mm -hmm. next minute, they're that way. We got that all over the place now. So I just think it was just a young cat who was trying to find himself and his identity and want to represent and belong to and feel that my presence wherever I was, whether I was in New York representing New York, or whether I was in Compton representing the Bloods, or whether I was over... Here representing black peace
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to go all out With whatever I do Because yeah. I want to show them That I'm a part of them too That I'm not just some outsider So you know I take that into a, With a grain of salt Is maybe that That's what the The association That dudes are having right now Because you know As within the gang banging culture You know it's You know it's It's it's, it's, it's family It's yeah. unity it, It's a feel of Of you know, brotherhood and, you know, protection and somebody got my back and that I can trust. So maybe that's what the situation felt for him, Mm -hmm. you know, by should getting him out of jail and he felt that loyalty to whatever and knowing what they was representing. Well, fuck it, I I got to go along with that. You my brother, you know what I'm saying? You helped me, you did things for me. So this is what we doing, This, this... this is how we getting down? Mm-hmm. Okay, fuck it. I'm a part of that too then. Yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm.
2: And we talked about the sets and the colors, and you are saying how, you know, you have a 15, 16-year-old son, right? You said 15? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how you didn't want him to think that this, you had to belong to a certain color. What about these video games? I know you have a, I know you're in Grand Theft Auto, uh, San Andreas. You mm-hmm. you play a Ryder Wilson, right? Lance Ryder Wilson. Um, you know, these video games tend to, you kind of get rewarded, you know, for... Mm-hmm. Killing oh, definitely, and definitely. and all that stuff. What would you say about that as well?
1: I mean, I don't shield my son from nothing, you know. He's fifteen years old. I've never shielded him from shit. That's my way of doing shit, you know. He he was a young kid watching Family Guy and, yeah. and fucking yeah. American Dad and shit like that. Yeah. He watched Minister Society. He saw straight out of Compton. Mm-hmm. I mean shit. I took him to Compton. He still saw me hanging around certain cats or whatever, mm. but it's the it's the acceptance of what I tell him and talk to him about, and he sees that shit, so it, 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 it gives him the choice. Okay, this shit is just for entertainment. I can see that mm-hmm. now, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a fucking crip and claim a set, and I have no need to, you know? I live out here. We don't live in Compton. We live in out here. And I go to a nice school, and I play sports. And so he doesn't have to grow up in this situation, even though he turned on his phone. And he likes YG, and mm-hmm. like I said, and, 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 and the Compton rappers. And he likes, you know, S-O-B-R-B-E. Mm-hmm. And he likes all these cats who talk about, I pull a pistol on you, or I smoke some weed, or... I fucked your girl Or he listens To all that shit But Me Letting him Have a See that choice Mm. That's just Entertainment kid You get me And I think We we go through Real life every day I get We get up for school You do homework You You know Whatever Whatever That shit It's It's cool You seen I did it You know Mm You see me on Menace And video games And whatever Whatever But then That's outside. That's just to pay the bills and fucking keep you in clothes and the roof over your head. That's just my job. So you don't have to be banging. You don't. I mean, like I said, in my situation when I was young, it was a product of my environment. Yeah, 100%. I grew up in Compton. Motherfuckers was banging. You know, my father wasn't in the home. My mother worked every fucking day. Mm -hmm. You know, 11 at night to 7 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I was a fucking 13-year-old kid left to the vices of... Weed smoking and girls and fucking yep. banging and all that shit. So it, it, it's all in the it's all in the way we in in like the situations we're put in. Yeah. You know. Definitely. If my son grew up in Compton and had to go to, you know, there'd been a fifty percent chance he might have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the way life is, period.
0: And and I think,
1: you know, a lot of a lot of what you're
0: saying also has to do with the culture in America of like if we're gonna restrict our children to watch something or maybe you know, do something, right? They're going to want to do it that much more. They're going to be right?
1: more subject to want to see that shit anyway. Correct. Because they got kids at school telling them, oh, you didn't see that shit last mm-hmm. night? Or you didn't watch this video? Yep. <laughs> or you didn't see so-and-so and so-and-so? They're going to be on Yeah, on live back. on
2: Instagram <laughs> yeah. or something? You being so.
1: restricted as a child is going to mm-hmm. be like, god damn, I got to see that shit. Yeah. Man. So what, what fucking lengths am I finna go through to do this fucking shit that whatever? Mm-hmm. Now you're getting fucked up because you're a restricted kid knowing you're not not supposed to be doing shit and now you breaking the code of the family or the whatever because mm-hmm. you finna see this shit what you ain't supposed to be seeing
0: it'd be better for you to be like hey uh you know son Let's go watch this on the couch together, and I'll I, tell you why I, that ain't it. You I'm know, I'm just
1: a, I'm just one of those parents. I'm not cool, but I'm cool. You get me? Yeah. Um, I I know because I know how I grew up. You it still was, bust it his was ass. Fucking hard. <laughs> you know, me being a 13 year old, 14 year old kid growing up in Compton with a single mom living in gang bang infested neighborhoods. You know, it was a hard fucking situation for any young youth. Yeah. I ain't gonna even say black. Mm -hmm. You know Mexican Latina, Whatever the fuck you is If you gotta grow up In that situation Nine times out of ten It's gonna be a hard Motherfucking road Ahead of you Now there's some Success stories Got a lot of We got smart ass Motherfucking kids Valedictorians Graduate from high school Going to become success But it's a lot of kids In these inner cities That are subject To this shit That That I went through Mm -hmm. 20 years ago You know what I'm saying Yeah and it's not going to change Like there's There's always going to be
0: That situation Regardless of what state What county you go into It's going to be that city That section
1: It's always that's, eh. that's 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 what part of my music Is about Because mm-hmm. It's going on somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, we we try to advocate for it, and we try to come together. And like I said, rest in peace, my nigga Nipsey. Mm-hmm. And we try to pull everyone together, and which is a positive, because that's what we need to show the rest of motherfuckers who might be banging in Colorado or Kansas or yeah. whatever, whatever. You know, you too can become the same situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it just takes the you always got motherfuckers who like I said, they grow up hard, their life remains hard, so that's how they feel they gotta be. Period. So some of my raps reflect that lifestyle. Even though you have the, you know, the dudes who talk about partying and getting getting ass and mm-hmm. doing this and doing that. We still have to make these songs about how fucked up the system is. Yeah. How fucked up motherfuckers gotta grow up in their areas and there's no way out and there's no hope and there's no this and that because it's still going on,
0: period. And and there's like people out there, right? Like I remember
1: fuck how long ago was it that
0: the young thug said, uh I don't think it's I don't think it's for me to comment on the culture and politics. I'm just out here trying to get money, and that's what it is, right? Like, I feel like we need a responsibility of that, but like, what do you what do you think about shit like that? Like that to me just kind of fucking pisses me off. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on now, like you know what I'm saying? What about the little kid that was like you that went through some shit? You know what I'm saying? You don't think he's looking up for you for that answer? And
2: even with, um, I want to know too. What do you think? uh, Even with ASAP, you know, he recently was um, there. You go right there, but everyone's bringing up the old stuff that he said about black lives matter. What do you think about that? About the that? black
1: stuff. Um I mean, you know, um I don't think me being in a situation I would ever, you know, because first of all, you have to remember where you came from. Mm-hmm. Like I know I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, you know, so I know some of these cats who advocate for the streets, mm-hmm. say they come from the streets. Mm-hmm. You had a hard life coming Mm -hmm. up as a youth. So to be, you know, I got money now, so I really don't understand the situations, but you have, as a black person, period, Mm -hmm. you have to understand situations of police brutality and racial profiling and whatever. Mm -hmm. Because at one point in time in your life, you had to have an uncle, brother, cousin, sister, mother, father, homeboy go through that type of situation. Mm-hmm. It just makes people it just makes certain people feel like you forget where you come from. Yeah. Because like I said, it was never known that you grew up with a with behind the fucking Will Smith Fresh Prince Gates and you didn't go to the Bear Lair High School yeah. and you was down in the slums with us when we was first all struggling together. Yeah. So you 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 must not forget the struggle you come through to get to where you are. And congratulations on being a successful black man or whatever you're considered, but Mm -hmm. you can't forget to struggle. Even for the motherfuckers who come before you, you can't forget to struggle, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of motherfuckers went through bullshit to be able to make billions of dollars on hip hop records. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That's where we at now. Yeah. You could take a motherfucking uneducated nigga from the ghetto, put two words together with a beat, and Mm -hmm. next year he's the biggest motherfucking star around here. Straight up. So you have to understand what motherfuckers went through to be able to do that shit. You get me?
2: Definitely. Keep it in real. Keep it in real. Y'all, I'm so happy that you came through. For
1: sure. Uh, yeah. MC8
2: has definitely been in the bu- building. Some of you all know, may know him as Ryder or Wax, or, you know, just a- Couple, one of, the, of- A
1: few characters. Right? Yeah.
2: And definitely one of the many greats that the West Coast has definitely uh, had a product of. Thank you so much for coming through. Good Go work. ahead and uh, for real, man.
1: thank you for show. Sure.
2: Let us know about anything else you have I coming up. A,
1: I got my label Blue Stamp Music. We got a CMW record dropping. It's called a uh, Gangster Business. Mm-hmm. I got a double album solo album coming called Official. Oh, sir. Uh, and then I got another album dropping first of the year called Lessons. So we trying to move. I got a couple of acts, a couple of artists, you know, uh my boy Chill, he's got a couple of things going. So we just I'm just trying to keep my particular type of music, you know, alive and alive. Yeah. You know, it's like I said, music is diverse right now. We got a lot of artists and entertainers and do whatever, but you know, I'm just trying to keep that perspective of music where I come from. Like I always tell people, you know, my mom's who still listen to music. She's not going to go out and buy, no disrespect, but she's not going to go buy a Jacquees record or yeah. a Chris Brown record, <laughs> you know. She wants to listen to some Teddy Pendergrass or some Luther Vandross or someone. So that's why we got artists like Lionel Richie still making records and stuff yeah. like that, so... It's it's something for everybody in this entertainment world. So I just feel that we want to contribute our two cents by still making good music from where we come from, as far as the West Coast is concerned. So yeah, we got projects coming out, Blue Stamp official. You know, you can hit me on Instagram at eight hundred eight. You know, holler at my people, my fans. It's all good. West Coast. Coast. Well,
2: you all heard it. Thank you so much for being our first interview for the day, and uh, yeah, keep working.
0: Yeah. All right. We're gonna take this small break. Come back. Got some dopeness. West Coast.
3: Over there, over there. You, they, you sign, they sign. Keep it real with your people.
1: She in between dudes, just like Lauren Go to work every day, take the bus like Tarn She be curving all the locals, must like Farns And this is when I had the Martin, I was just like Lauren So
0: what's up? <laughs> Dark windows on the ass Yo, 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 we back on The Fix We got a lot of Compton representation in here today, man We got BZ the DJ, what it is Yeah, yeah, what's happening, what's happening? Man, just uh, had the legend in here I know you heard a little bit of that How'd you feel about that, man?
3: it's it's always great to be around legends um to 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 be in the same room as somebody as a kid that you you know looked up to yeah. watching on TV listening to on the radio yeah. and um being from the same city it's it's always a uh, dope to see and listen to and it's inspiring yeah it's inspiring
0: it was uh for me too man it was definitely dope cuz you know we were talking a little bit between the break about like how you know that era that we grew up in yeah of that real real spitters you know what i'm saying real west coast cats real spitters that like Uh you know when we were younger and stuff if you were down the street bumping biggie on your boombox you getting your ass whooped you know what i'm saying that sort of thing you know what i mean and it was just cool to have him here and just kind of ask him things you always wanted to ask him you know what i'm saying
3: yeah yeah it's 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 always um, great to be around those legends, to, to listen to their perspective of what mm-hmm. they were thinking and what they were doing at that time, Yeah, and um, compare and contrast to what's going on now and what, the way we see things, because I think when you're young, you see things in a certain light, and the, him being older than us, or other um, entertainers being older than us at that time, they were seeing things at a different light because they were going through the experiences that we're starting to go through Yeah, our, in our lives. so. It's always uh, great to to be around, you know People that can speak from that perspective And Mm -hmm. and give that knowledge and that education Mm
2: -hmm. Definitely Yeah, Yeah, I I think... um Being able to see people who are just like you, look like you, who come from the same city from you, it really inspires you and really, you know, gives you a new type of motivation and kick. So, you know, you say you've been DJing since you're like 13, right?
3: Yeah, 13.
2: So go ahead and tell me who are some of the DJs or um, if it wasn't necessarily DJs, specific artists you used to like to listen to and because of their soundtracks, you know, and because yeah. uh, and what about that artist made them so like pivotal for you and making your mixes?
3: Um, the the artists that were pivotal when I was like falling in love with music. Um, one of the main ones for me was Eazy E, being yeah. from Compton. You know what I'm saying? That was like my. That was, yeah, you got the NWA shirt. Yeah,
0: what's
3: on. Capo up? got the NWA shirt in here, so, rapping. So, I'm the, the white boy with, with the NWA shirt on. What's up? I'm a shirt <laughs> on with y'all. Open up the shirt.
0: Yeah.
3: Right there, DJ Yellow. That's my first cousin on my dad's side. That's what's up. So, oh, wow. as a kid, when I would go to the family reunions, he would be there, and I would be like, of course, I didn't know how big N.W.A. was because mm-hmm. I was a kid, but I knew he was a celebrity because everybody would flock to him. Like, yeah, man, that's, that's yellow. That's yellow. And so as a kid, like I would go home and I would remember the box music television. Yeah, we had that. We had the box. So we would look I would look at videos and I would see him and I would see Bone Thugs and mm-hmm. Easy e and just the people that helped motivate me because... At that time, it was so much going on, like you guys were talking about earlier with the Mm gangbanging, it was so much going on in the streets that it was like you had to kind of block out that and find a getaway, and Mm -hmm. escape, you know? And my escape was music, fortunately, even though 85 to 90% of my homies was gangbanging. I wasn't never... I was never that guy. I was never that thugged out, fighting, and I was... I always wanted to make people laugh and hang with the girls and chill and you know do cool shit. Yeah, and I never took that route, you know. But the music at that time was so pivotal to me. Listening to it, like I would run in the house to just watch music videos. And now there, there, there is music videos, but it wasn't like how it was because we only had one source to watch the music videos MTV raps. (laughs) Either, either, either the box MTV. Yeah.
2: The boxes Oh too Yeah yeah,
3: Like you you didn't really have That many you know Avenues to To watch a music video So That That's what would keep me In the house But then it was like We also had time to go out And play And be a kid You know And play with Play ride bikes Up and down the street And Mm -hmm. skateboards And pogs And different things You know what I'm saying Pogs (laughs) and OG bro Yeah yeah. So it's like You know You now it's a little different because of it. I, think, I, I think that it's just a little more dangerous now and different Yeah. but that era of music that we come from in the early 90s mid 90s and late 90s it, it, it had a lot of meaning and it, it really I think for most people that fell in love with the music it kept them in love with the music and that's yeah. why we still love it today Yeah. but being a DJ even now um, I listen to a lot of new Artists. I listen to a lot of new producers Like I never become the the person that's like I don't fuck that because it's that and it's that Like nah, I, I feel like everybody has their creative art I think their everybody's an are, are artist You know what I'm saying? In, in their own entitlement And when it comes to making music If you made a song right now Just because I didn't like it doesn't mean it isn't a good song You know what I'm saying, and you make it out of where you are from, and you become successful behind that. I can't hate on you on that. Like it's more power to you. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. And and when you come from where we come from, you want to see people succeed. You want to see people make it out of that because it's so fucking hard. Because the odds are stacked against you.
0: I feel like there's. I mean, what you're saying right now is is really is really dope. And I'm one of those people that wants to see people win, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that really don't want to see people win. You know what I'm saying? That age of hate is like so deep out. And
2: I want to know, like, what type of conversations did you have with your peers? And did that ever come across to you that, dang, like some of these people I'm rocking with that who are encouraged by this other lifestyle may not really want to see me win because they feel as if, they can't do the same thing as me, even though we come from the same place,
3: yep. and, I, I, we, and
2: they're totally capable of it.
3: I, I, fortunately, I didn't have that problem because I always kept good people around me. See, you smart. No matter the, no matter the views, or no matter, like that's why I'm able to to talk to somebody from that's a crip, or talk to somebody that's a blood, or talk to an essay that's that's from his set that don't like blacks, or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. I always kept good people around me With good intentions Always tried to Mm -hmm. At a young age Like I made sure that Like hey If this person is cool And you got a good heart That's the only thing that mattered to me I don't care where you're from I don't care if you're black I don't care if you're Asian I don't care if you're um, Hawaiian, Samoan, Filipino Whatever you are As long as you have a good heart Mm -hmm. And the heart comes first And then Once you figure out The energy is good Then it's like they, those people are going to want to see you be successful Regardless mm-hmm. of the fact So when, at a young age I went through a lot um, Probably around at, right when I got out of high school In those four years of high school I went through a lot mm-hmm. And I ended up leaving Moving to Vegas mm-hmm. And when I moved to Vegas That was my transition to Take myself out of my hood And not become a product of my environment Because that's what I was starting to become and once my homies seen me leave the hood, they're like, damn, man, I see you. That's when like Instagram started popping. Yeah. Facebook started really taking off. And they're like, man, we see you with Rick Ross and all these people. And I started doing radio when I moved out there. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like around celebrities and people yeah. are popping in doing interviews. And for us, it's normal because this is the field that we're in. So people mm-hmm. are going to come in and out that door every day. But for somebody from the outside perspective, they see that. They're like, wow, man, like. How was it, you know, partying with Mike Tyson or 100%. being with DJ Quick or, you know, this person, that person. And those people that really like my friends, it intrigued them and it inspired, it inspired them. To yeah. do better You know what I'm saying That
0: is super big too Because that it's like If you big. see somebody From your same neighborhood That grew up just mm-hmm. like you Same situation And they're doing something You know it's possible You're inspired by yeah, that you're, person You're, you're like familiar. You know what I could do that You could actually see The end of the tunnel yeah. Right
3: Yeah So fucking important To have people like that Easy was that dude for me Easy was that dude yeah. Like easy See, even if it wasn't somebody from my section like Tupac Tupac was a major influence in my life yep. Like that's all I would listen to as a kid yep. And I would get in arguments about Tupac and Biggie And just mm-hmm. different things like that And it wasn't out of hate or disrespect It was just out of the passion yeah. that I had Because I was able to relate to the music that Everything that he rapped about I was going through and, and you know
0: what To that to that extent right Like when I was a little kid bro I used to just listen to Snoop Dogg when I was a yeah. kid my, my first two albums were Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style and Michael Jackson's Dangerous. Those are the two first and albums two I different ever had. Great
3: perspectives to have. Yeah. Two different genres of music yeah. that made major impacts on our culture.
0: Exactly. You know? And and I would I felt like I just wanted to be like Snoop growing up. And mm-hmm. you know, I was a chubby white kid, so that's a weird fucking situation. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to but be like Snoop you. so bad. And it inspired me to the point where like when the whole East Coast West thing was going on, I was banging super hard on the I was like, West Coast, West Coast, West but Coast. That, and but still that, now I'm a 31-year-old man still being like, yo, West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck. That but, but that, that goes raised to me to
3: show you the 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 influence of, of our culture and the music yep. and the artists and yep. the impact that they have. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, is to rewind on back what you were saying about the haters and yeah. you know, people that don't want to see you in, it's always gonna be that. There's no way to escape You're
0: not doing nothing If
2: if, if, if that's not the case You you know what
0: my mother once said She said uh, you know what I'm saying You could lie on the ground And let people walk all over you But at the end of the day they're going to say you didn't lie flat enough
2: Yeah
3: it's always going to be something It's always going to be something But the main thing is We can't focus on the people that don't like us And the haters and this and that We have to focus Mm -hmm. on the love that we receive Every day you know what I'm saying? Whether it's from our friends, whether it's um, from uh, a significant other, whether wherever it's from, focus on the love. Like I, 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 I think a lot of people spend a lot of time like, oh, my haters don't want to do this, or they don't want to see me do this, or this, that, and it's like. To be honest with you, man, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, people spend so For much time. Like, people spend so much time, like, de- redirecting the energy to haters. And it's like, man, fuck that. Haters like, are fans, man. Thank you. Be Appreciate positive. I, I, I was just getting off the freeway right now, right hand a guy. And I gave um, a dollar to the guy that was standing on the side of the freeway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, have a good day. And he said, I'm trying. I was like, man, just stay positive. Yeah. Just stay positive. That's For all real. I said. I took off. And he kind of shook his head like, all right. But it, it's just about being positive. It's like we all have our ups and downs. We all have situations that we're going through. None of our lives are perfect, no matter what the glitz and the glamour look like on you know, TV or Instagram or any of that shit. We all go through things, but the main thing is staying positive and don't let the negativity Blood into your positive flow. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's, it, if you got pure water and it's positive, you don't want nothing falling in that water. You don't want nothing to to to, to make that water toxic. So totally. you're like, nah, I'm cool. It's That's like cool. putting a piece of rotten
0: fruit next to an unrotten piece of fruit. You know, that through. rotten piece of fruit eventually rots the other one, yeah. right? Naturally, right? So That's if you think about that as human beings, it's just a cancer that you need to cut the fuck out.
2: You know exactly. Yeah. And you know, um, you know, that was all some really good real talk. <laughs> I love that But yeah. I also want to bring up These hot topics with you Since you're with oh, us yeah. I'm Let's like go. why not chime in on
0: these You know
2: So um, I asked you about Any artists that you were inspired by Yeah And Joe Budden Was just ranked Number three Best rapper Out of 50 rappers By right?
3: who Sidebar I think By who though
2: <laughs> Whoever these Critiques out here Yeah these, where, did, where did that list Circulate watchdogs from? Who are trying to get this info for us yeah. You know
3: what though Whoever did it They, they served their purpose Because it, it created the buzz And I and I think that it was just a, It was just something To give people something To talk Definitely, about Definitely Because right? you
2: know Because
3: um, we're used to Top 5 Top 5 Top 5 right?
0: Exactly yeah, yeah. Top 50 And
2: um, <laughs> you know they, they of course ranked Jay Z Number 1 mm-hmm. Nas was number 2 Joe Budden Number 3 Like I said 4 Styles P 5 Black Thought 6 Fabulous 7 to Kiss 15 Pac Jump into 39 I jumped a little bit But uh, yeah. I just thought These ones were uh, Interesting 39 Ice Cube, 40 AZ, 41 Mace, 42 Stack Bundles, 43 8 Balls, 44 top Big Pun, and lastly, not lastly, but 45 was the game.
3: I, th- I think this, I think that there's no way that you can make an accurate list like that because yeah. based on Who's generations, opinion? it's based on opinion and it's based on also the time that these rappers were rapping. in the the competition that was at that time. You're right. But all of those people are great lyricists. All those people were successful at what they did. They all made their stamp in our culture. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to, 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 even though I think Tupac was way off, but I get when people say, oh, Tupac wasn't a super lyricist. Like, he really wasn't. He was a good storyteller, and he was able to... There's different styles of rapping Pac and Big People try to compare the two But there's really not a comparison Because there were two different kinds of rappers Yeah, Big was more of an MC In my opinion Yeah, Big was an MC Pac was a rapper So it's kind of like It's different But like I said With that list I think that list was made made for talk and, And it did what it was supposed to do it, it, it sparked everybody up and got everybody talking, and now everybody's making their own list. And what about the little Dirk list? And they said
0: this is gonna make old heads heads explode. Yeah, I mean, like I said, did you so, see too, it?
3: Yeah, not seen it. Oh, and yeah. His list, his, list, his list was dope too. Like it, it's so, it's so much talent out there. Like yeah. even females. Like it was a lot of females that should have been on that list. I like, agree. A, yeah. it, it, it's it's a lot of people yeah. missing, but there is no way. That you can accurately Make a list like that Because it's every it's based upon Mainly opinion mm-hmm. So there's no gatekeepers That we can go to And you know It's it, it's just opinion So I think it's a fun topic And I, I'm glad that they made it Because it made everybody talk And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah,
2: and it's funny uh, Even uh, Joe Budden came to Twitter and Was like you know I don't know who made this list But <laughs> I'll take it I ain't arguing with it <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, right. That's a very Joe Budden <laughs> I think response Joe Budden made to it but, but you think key, Joe Budden made it? man, he put himself in number three. That's a, that's pretty. I mean, funny.
0: I mean, Joe Budden's a great MC, man. No, Joe he's Budden. dope, man. Listen, I can't even, I can't even, I don't give a fuck what he does outside of when he's rapping. MC. You know what I'm saying? And people want to judge him for that. But like, if I just look at him purely as an MC, kind of like when the whole Kobe thing happened, it was like, yo. I'm just looking at him as a basketball player. Right. I, I don't give a fuck right now. Right. You know we just
3: talking about if, this. If anybody got time, go to the um, when you get a chance, go to YouTube and look up Joe Button, Green Lantern, Freestyle. Mm-hmm. And he went on Green Lantern and lit yeah. it up. He he's a dope, dope, dope lyricist. But you know, like I said, I think that mainly all of that stuff was opinion, and I think Definitely. Joe Joe might have put that list out there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number three is kind of
2: right, and and he is a loving hip hop vet you know he he knows uh, how to
3: cause controversy for sure
2: exactly and speaking of love and hip-hop I don't know if you all have seen the all the mustard up drama and whatnot of April spending time with Fizz and you Mm. know Fizz April was with um Amarion oh
0: yeah yeah. they were never married but you know they have
2: Amarion from uh B2K right
0: yeah they have yeah yeah they
2: have kids together and Fizz was part of B2K as well. Yeah. And Fizz's ex is on social media talking trash about the whole situation. And I really, you know, we brought it up a few weeks ago. I do really want to know how does Amarion feel about, you know, someone he grew up with, someone he made music with. I saw his brother. Like his brother. Yeah, man. And then to for his baby mama to come out, like, yeah, I mean, Fizz and I, she's even said they're good friends. Mm-hmm. And if she'll rather give it to him than some, like, Bummy Behind Guy coming along I
3: think think that's just an excuse I mean that's just a Like a You think they were sliding On the low though For a while or what I don't put nothing past Nobody Anything is possible I don't put nothing past Nobody I mean I know that If that was the case If that's how they feel Then that's how they feel If I was a Mariana It's like You're not gonna stop it Obviously It's been going on You can't control You can't control that shit So it's like they're better off Being with each other Than him trying to Get her back And prove a point And try to like The tug of war shit Yeah That's for the birds It's like okay If y'all happy together And that's what y'all That's what y'all wanna do Cool That's that Then, then y'all go ahead Cause I'm gonna go on About my life And do what I wanna do It's not like he's um, starving for a woman, or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. marion you know,
2: he probably not really stressed he, or he, pressed he, he about
3: it. He probably don't care, but I'm pretty sure it's it's hard to go through publicly with something like that. You know, with with social media, so. I mean, like I said, to go back to what we talked about earlier, it's just about the positivity, man. It's like, if it's negative and it's bullshit, it's just like, let them have it. If, they, if they're if they more happy together, then fuck it. Then maybe they were meant to be together. I don't know.
2: Exactly. Misery loves company.
3: Yeah, I'm about to go over here and do this and hang out with this girl that appreciates me for me and don't want to be with my homeboy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like, And it is. I'm not saying that she may not love him, but... She found comfort in his homie So it's like What, what, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? Fight his homie?
2: But hey We've been talking so much And I could honestly Go on and on and on But Sadly but surely We have to start wrapping it up But go ahead and tell us Where we can find you at Anything you have coming up Yeah And um
3: Let's get out of here My bad and it <laughs> It's was, time to go It was $300 million, <laughs> by the way Ooh, She made $300 wow. million Off of $6 million wow, $6 million 300
2: See?
3: Yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> Be easy to DJ B-E-A-Z-Y The DJ on Instagram Be easy to DJ on Twitter All social media And um, I'll be on Shade45 tomorrow With the LA Leakers My brothers the LA Leakers We'll be on there yeah. tomorrow 1 o'clock On the west And I think that's 3 on the east Right? One yeah. Three.
2: It's three hours. Oh, We're three, three hours, hours uh, behind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so, three hours ahead. Yeah. So,
3: yeah, we'll be on there. So, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate yeah, being man. on the show. Thanks for coming,
2: brother. Yeah, appreciate
3: sir. you. Thank you,
0: guys.
2: Definitely. Thank you so much. Well, you all heard it. Thank you for tuning in to this week of The Fix. I'm Codigo Red.
0: It's your boy, Big Capizzi, Capo Corleone Holler at me.
2: All right. Make sure you go follow us. Tap in. And this is Dash Talk X, where we really get it popping. What's goody?